welcome back to another episode of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock-directed thriller North by Northwest, one minute of screen time per episode. I am your host, Travis Bowe. And I'm Eric Nash. We're, we're both from Watch My Minute. That's true. <laughs> and this is Minute 85, which starts with Roger heading to the bathroom to undress and ends with Eve sneaking out of the hotel room. Uh, so, so we see him walking towards, you know, and ending the ending the conversation. I mean, we we caught all of that last last uh, minute yesterday, um, but you know, he he just turns around and is walking to the to the uh, bathroom to take off his pants. Uh, she already has his jacket, or the jacket's there somewhere, you know, and, and she ends up giving those to the valet mm-hmm. or valet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and and there's a point there where he indicates he's he thinks he'll go ahead and take that cold shower after all the cold shower that <laughs> will will uh uh stomp down his uh jets yeah. <laughs> from firing <laughs> um is is the idea now whether I, whether they really are for him i kind of have a feeling no mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know he, he's just kind of trying to play the role of uh, of uh being um uh excited sure, sure. He just, yeah, he wants to create that ruse of needing to be in the bathroom so he can keep an eye on her, as we'll find out um, as she sneaks out of here. And, and there, and so that, and there is this knock at the door. Like yeah. I said, he, she ends up giving uh, his his uh, pants and jacket to the. Mm-hmm. I couldn't identify the this guy that comes to the door. Oh. Yeah. Um, I looked through the like the IMDb cast listing, and there were so many, you know worker or uh-huh. other just just kind of uh, a minor minor role i think as some people were casted as um but there were no either that was the only thing they had ever been in so there was no photo associated with the person so i just i don't know who this guy is but uh-huh. so then we hear him whistling singing in the rain <laughs> yep which i mean of course recognize the tune but only associated it with the movie, really. Um, I didn't know it okay. went back to 1929. Like, I didn't know it was that old of a song. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the, the musical came out in 1952, so I, I probably would have just assumed that it was kind of, you know, the musical and the song were created at the same time, but that is not the case. It was, it says, a song with lyrics by Arthur Freed, and music by Nacio Herb Brown, published in 1929. Um, it says, is unclear exactly when the song was written. It has been claimed that the song was performed as early as 1927, but I imagine popularized by the, the musical in 52. Oh, yeah. And then uh, roughly uh, about uh, 20, 20, 25 years, 20, 25 years later, mm-hmm. in A Clockwork Orange. That's that's kind of what I okay. go to first, unfortunately. But but I but, but I do I do enjoy the I do enjoy the movie musical. Uh, I've never seen Singing in the Rain. Um, my uh, mm-hmm. my go to Singing in the Rain memory um, is a maybe a little bit more embarrassing is from watching the the ninety eight Godzilla movie. Uh, when we oh. first meet Matthew Broderick's character, he's like digging up earthworms in Chernobyl, and he's. I think he's he might be doing a, a combination of whistling and singing um, to this song. So 
Um, yeah, I was like 15 in 98 when Godzilla came out. So I, I went to the theater a lot to see that movie. So <laughs> it's kind of the one that I associate singing in the rain with. Um, and, and she does say good to his, mm-hmm. you know, taking the cold shower after all. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's when she kind of kind of goes into over over time where she's collecting her own coat mm-hmm. and, and purse. But then she gets her, makes her way over to the nightstand. She goes to the, like the desk or I don't know what that thing is, a desk or a, a vanity almost where she gets the like her pocketbook. And then she opens the drawer and takes out a I don't know if it's an envelope. I'm not quite certain what that is. That she yeah, yeah. Out of the dresser takes. drawer. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember if that is something that will come up later or if that's just uh, I'm not sure what that is. But. And then, yeah, then she goes to the nightstand before. Yeah. Well, and that's exiting. that's where you get a get get the insert shot of her mm-hmm. actually looking at the, this photo again. You know, yeah, it's uh, with Van Damme in it. Yeah, the man uh, Roger noses Townsend, um, mm-hmm. and I looked like the looking at the photo again. I'm sure someone has probably already talked about, but features you know Townsend, Van Damme, whatever you call him, mm-hmm. uh, some other suited gentlemen in front of a building and the. We just see University of M. I think it starts with an M. It, it definitely looks like it looks like an M. Yeah, well, if you compare um, it with the N and University, it's yeah, definitely at, yeah. a, at a stronger yeah. slope angle. So I wonder, is Michigan Townsend or Van Dam is he posing as a professor of some type? Mm-hmm. So, well, and he's he's an odd oddball out in it because he's got a bow tie. The rest of the gentlemen have mm. uh, normal ties. Okay, it's interesting. Yeah, um, I like when she, you know, she's at the at the uh, nightstand, mm-hmm. and she just kind of nudges the uh, the matchbook or match oh. the box of matches out of the way to pick up this photo, and it's just a little tiny thing, but will will the matches themselves will play um, mm-hmm. play a part later in the film, but we know he's he's been carrying this little matchbox. Uh, the entire time. Oh yeah. Well, nice... and the, the, I mean, she first saw it on the train. Uh, he mm-hmm. lights her yeah. cigarette with a match yeah. from it, and she. They have the conversation about the O meaning nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he just likes the the way it looks and mm-hmm. so forth. His design, presumably. I guess a little bit of I don't know if it's a color theory or what you want to call it, but when she's over by the desk, there's this. I never noticed it until kind of just now. The this bright yellow cellophane. I don't know. It's a gift basket. Yeah. Did they did they used to have those? <laughs> that I, seems I like guess. Such a recent thing. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know if it's a standard yeah. thing for all all rooms to get this gift basket. Maybe, but mm-hmm. uh, um, and it then does stand out though. Yeah. 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 Well, and then you cut to his him in the. Uh, in the bathroom, and I noticed that he's wearing yellow boxers, like mm-hmm. very pale yellow boxers, but just uh, some maybe some surprising, you know, pops of color in this mm-hmm. otherwise very blue gray scene, aside from her, you know, red dress that she's wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so it does have that cutaway from her looking at the at the newspaper clipping type yeah. thing, what have you. That's a photo of of Van Damme and the others. Um, that, uh, yeah, we see him looking through the crack in the door <laughs> from yeah, the bathroom. I like that. Back to, back at her, seeing her, you know, do this stuff at the nightstand and, mm-hmm. and she ends up, she ends up, you know, leaving it 
she doesn't she doesn't take that with her or anything you know yeah. it's not that that critical that yeah i think that, that surprised me a little bit that she's leaving him i guess all of his little mm-hmm. pieces of evidence or pieces of you know uh breadcrumbs or whatever but don't think i brought this up before but i i was curious about eve marie saint um I would have said that this was the only movie movie I'd ever seen her in, uh, but then found out that she plays Ma Kent in Superman Returns. Yeah, right. Yeah, she has like one of one of my favorite moments in that movie um, is when uh, when Clark, you know, Superman saves the uh, saves the world and crashes down to Earth, and like she has this performance where she's not allowed to like go past the barrier. I think like to go comfort her son or go be with her, you know, possibly dead son. And, um, she just has to stand there like as if she's, you know, any other citizen, you know, but we know that she's, she's Superman's mother. And, uh, this is one of the, one of the like standout Hmm. moments in that movie, which, you know, has good and bad parts (laughs) for sure. But, um, that's definitely one of the the shining moments in that movie for me. Uh So, and I had no idea, um, until looking her up, that this is uh, the same same person. So yeah, that's a that's a pretty long uh, career. I mean, I'm not totally sure what yeah. she did prior to this. What kind of maybe got her uh, Hitchcock's attention? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, to go from and if I'm not mistaken, she has she had a movie out in 2019, maybe oh, wow. as as recent of Jeez. as 19. Like she's still um, still working. So. Mm-hmm. And Cary Grant, um, I think I'd only seen him in Father Goose oh, from 1966. Oh, it's that's a fun movie. I I watched that as a kid um, a few times, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's he's, I think it's prior to the U.S. entering World War II, but he has been like he's an American, you know, ex-military. Guy, but he's been hired by the British, I think the British Army or British Navy, to basically live on a little island in the South Pacific, and it's his job that if he sees uh, like Japanese warplanes or ships, he it's his job to like radio, you know, somebody and say, hey, I spotted a couple, you know, planes flying this direction mm-hmm. or something like that, and so you know he just lives on on his own, just you know drinking rum and, and living on the beach, you know, in paradise basically. And then some, uh, uh, like a school, what do you call them? Like school marm, like lady who's in charge of, you know, 10 or 12 little girls. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they're on a, on a small boat that gets attacked and they kind of wash, get shipwrecked on his Island. So now it's like his job to, to protect these, you know, bunch of school girls um and so it's kind of played for laughs a lot and um yeah i see it uh, came out in 64 which at first when you were talking about the <laughs> set when it's set before <laughs> world war ii that that uh, yeah it, yeah uh, it's like wait a second wait <laughs> he'd be pretty yeah. young but actually mm-hmm. actually not that young but yeah but a good bit younger than he is here but no he's actually on the older side uh yeah i mean i'm, I'm almost positive like uh i've seen to catch a thief and is one okay. of the big ones for him, I believe. Here, I see. Was that another Hitchcock? Uh, yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. I don't have much else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's a it's a pretty light minute. 
but um yeah. you know it, it's getting it's getting the point across i think that uh you know she's <laughs> she's <laughs> really trying to get really trying to get out of uh being under his eye under his yeah you know, yeah get, get away from him to uh to do something we'll find out yeah yeah really. i like that he at no point is fooled by her really like he's He's watching her from the little crack behind the door and, and just waiting for her to leave because. Well, I'd again, say I'd kinda... say after the plane scene, you know, <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. that's gonna amp up your uh, your uh, yeah, yeah your thoughts on some people that uh, maybe kind of seemingly kind of put you in that position. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, I think we're good yeah. to go for this minute. Okay, so listeners, you can uh, find Hitchcock Minute podcast on apple Podcasts and google play or the main site hitchcockminute.com you can visit the man on washington's nose on facebook and on twitter at hitchcock minute and there are over 100 other movies by minute podcasts that are available at moviesbyminutes.com and you should check out that site for more great shows so if you would please join us here next time on the hitchcock minute i have been travis bow And I was Eric Nash. And we will see you tomorrow. Or is this a Friday episode? Yeah, it's Friday. Okay. See you Monday. And we will see you next week. Goodbye, Mr. Thornhill, wherever you are.